What's good? What's good, pretty people? It's your girl, Candia, your personal hype woman on a mission, helping you show up and speak up anyway, despite dealing with fear, uncertainty, or self-doubt. Today, I want to delve into a common dilemma when you're feeling lost or uncertain about a life decision, whether it's choosing the best goal for you right now or understanding or trying to understand what truly matters for you right now, where should you start? We've all been there. I've been there just this morning. And a few years ago, though, I had an eye-opening realization about goal setting and making the best decisions for me. And let me be clear, because I know I used to get caught up on this word best, and I know other people get caught up on this word best. People say to me, can't deal with that's the thing. How do I know what's best? The word best for me is always temporary. What's best for you right now may not be best for you next week or next year, and that's okay. The word best is subjective. What works for you may not work for them. It may not work for the people that you love. It may not work for the strangers on the gram, and that's okay. I always encourage myself and I encourage you to stay focused on the information and the resources and the tools that you have access to right now. The resources that come to you afterward, it doesn't matter. Had you had access to them, you would have probably chose differently. But the reality is the only moment that you can ever control is the moment that you have before you. So the best is always temporary. Be okay with that. So anywho, I had this eye-opening realization about goal setting and making decisions. And I was looking back at my achievements and of course forward to some of the goals that I want to achieve in the future. And I began to notice a pattern. It wasn't just about the goals themselves. It wasn't just about me being able to buy a home or me being able to buy my dream car, a BMW. It was about the feelings behind these goals. And so what we really seek are emotions, feeling more of something or less of something. For example, if you have a desire to pursue a master's degree, it isn't just about the qualification. It's about the pride, security, and confidence that it brings. If you have a desire to buy a home, it's more so about the stability, belonging, and maybe even the comfort of creating a space for you and your family, uh, maybe creating generational wealth for you and your family. If you're striving for passive income, it's about gaining control over your life and your finances and not only having to rely on one source of income and you then reduce the worry of depending on a single source of income income, right? So if you are confused about the goals that you're after right now or the decision that you need to make to help yourself to get unstuck, you can begin by identifying what is it that you want to feel more of or less of. And then the second part to this process becomes asking yourself, Okay, now that I'm clear on the emotions that I want to feel more of or less of, what are the events, habits, or experiences that will help me cultivate these feelings? By understanding the underlying emotions driving our goals, 
we can make a more meaningful decision. So you want to think about what you want to feel, not just about what you want to achieve. This mindset shift for me originated from Danielle Laporte. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. Sorry, Danielle, if it's not, I don't know her, but just in case she listens to this podcast, okay? So if you want to feel more ease, that's always a recurring word for me. You want to feel more ease. You want to feel less frustrated. You want to feel more joy. The second question would be, okay, now, what events, habits, and experiences will help me cultivate a feeling of ease, a feeling of peace. And so for ease, I always think about automation. And that is automating everything from my newsletters that go out to clients, to my billing and invoices, to requests for training. Sometimes people want to inquire about booking me for a workshop or a coaching session. And so on my website, there is a form for that. There is also an opportunity for someone to book time on my calendar. And once they book that time, there's a follow-up, there's a workflow for that. All of that is completely automated. And that lets me feel ease. And that came about because three to four years ago, I felt like I was always attached to my laptop, that I couldn't take an hour off or a day off. I would carry it everywhere on vacations. I'm in the living room watching TV with my family. And listen, my laptop has a name. Her name is Lucy Lou. And the family and my friends, they know the name. And so they would always say, oh, I know you got Lucy Lou with you. Oh, you're sitting here without Lucy Lou. I can't believe it. And I realized I didn't want to live my life in that way. I didn't quit my job and take this huge risk to be so connected to my laptop and so connected to my business that I couldn't take a vacation or days off or maybe a few hours away from my computer. So I wanted to feel more ease. I wanted to feel more peace and knowing that my business could run without me. And so ease became the emotion that set me off on a course to figure out what systems, habits, events could help me feel more ease in my life. I remember a few years ago, my therapist asked me, what brings you joy? And I was stumped. I didn't know. And I felt ashamed and embarrassed. (laughs) And what I know now is there are many people who used to be just like me. They struggle to identify what brings them joy. And so a few years ago, my therapist encouraged me to embrace this mission, to identify things that bring me joy. And now I have a number of simple things and big things. So my simple things bring me joy like gardening, or sometimes they're really big things like traveling. I'm going to Costa Rica this week. But the most important thing that you can do is to figure out the emotions you want to feel more of and simplify them by figuring out the simple little things, the simple little experiences that you can do in the moment that will help you fulfill your desire to feel more of that emotion. And also you can amplify them with the big, huge, tangible things that you also want to achieve. Now, a huge part of this also comes down to focusing on the present moment. Because here's the thing, one of my favorite quotes by Mark Manson in The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F-U-C-K. He said, 
You cannot control outcomes. You can only control your effort in the present moment. So we have to understand that these outcomes for the tangible thing are often behind our control. And so you have to also set the intention of getting aligned with the emotion that you ultimately want to feel. So one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself is the ability to fully experience your emotions in the here and the now. And so it's essentially asking yourself, what could I do daily and weekly to feel those things now? Don't wait for some future event to finally feel proud, confident, secure, settled, or in control. So for instance, to feel secure, maybe it's setting up an automatic withdrawal from your bank account, which is going to take $10 a week. And I'm just making this up. But you are going to make sure that you have that $5 or $10 automatic savings to be taken out of your account weekly. And that is contributing to your emergency fund. And ultimately, while it's a small amount that you are investing, you still feel a little secure that you have a backup plan now. And you're already, you're in momentum, okay? You're in flow. I always say, everything I need, I have, and everything I desire is in flow. And you know, by just contributing that 10 or $5 amount or whatever amount you can, you are starting to feel secure that you have a little stash. You got that little backup plan. Let's talk about feeling proud and the experiences, events, or habits that we can do to feel proud of ourselves before we even get to achieving the big tangible thing that's often out of our control. To feel proud, for me, I'll give you a perfect example. If you listen to my other episode, I recently learned how to swim. And I realized that moving past that resistance of not wanting to go to my swim class, especially because it was at night and Candia shuts down at three o'clock. So yeah, leaving my home at 6 p.m. to go swimming in the evening, y'all, it was so hard. It was so hard. But I realized how proud of myself I felt after class. And so initially, I would go to swim class, not wanting to go, trying to talk myself out of it, calling my friends like, girl, please uh, keep me accountable to the fact that I want to learn how to swim. But afterward, baby, after that swim class, your girl would be feeling like she's on the road to becoming the next Michael Phelps, okay? The award of winning Olympian, one of the best swimmers in the world. Y'all, please, I'm, I could barely do one lap, okay? By next year, this time, I'm going to be able to do the backstroke. We speaking that into existence because Candia is going to feel a whole nother level of being proud of herself. But we're going to pray for me. I'm a work in progress. But anywho, if I could leave you with this one piece of advice, let's make this year about pursuing goals that align with our desired emotions. Some of us are pursuing goals that are aligned with other people's emotions. You want to make other people happy. You want to make your mom happy or your husband or your kids. What are you going to do to help yourself feel happy? What are you going to do for yourself to bring peace, joy, and ease to your life? Ask yourself, what do I really want to feel this year? And how can I align myself with those feelings or those emotions right now? How can I align my energy with those emotions right now? 
So ultimately, this approach of focusing on your emotions first not only makes your objectives more personal and more meaningful, it also makes sure that the journey toward these goals is as fulfilling as that destination. If you've made it to this part of the podcast, I appreciate y'all. Leave me, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube and let me know which one of these tips resonated most with your heart today. And if it resonated with you, share it with somebody. Okay. All right. Talk soon, y'all.